This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. This is Open for Business. I'm Christine Wong. Now, we all have our insecurities and we've all gone through awkward periods of life where we feel ashamed or worried about those insecurities. Maybe, instead of hiding them, we need to find a way to take pride in them instead. I have with me Esther Aaron and Ethan Wong, co-founders of Dodo Dots Beauty Patch, to discuss how they're using this approach with acne. Hi, I'm Esther. So uh, I'm one of the co-founders of Dodo Dots. And basically, Dodo Dots is the first fully colored pimple patches in Malaysia. And Ethan? Hi, I'm Ethan. I'm the other co-founder. So Dodo Dots was created as, uh, we're actually one of the first, as Esther said, to be fully colored, which means that all the while in the market, most pimple patches are transparent. Uh, what happens is you can see through the redness, right? And, and your acne scars and all. And for us, having it in all kinds of shapes and sizes and designs allows you to fully cover it and make you feel comfortable and confident in your skin. So essentially with other acne patches that are out there, it's more utilitarian, more practical. Meanwhile, y'all are like, cute, let's make this cute. So it's not only cute, <laughs> we actually, it, it has two uh, multiple functions. So mm. it covers, it protects your skin from external like triggers and it also heals the skin. So yeah, it is just like the transparent one, but much cuter. Love that. I love adding extra cute to something that's already helpful, right? Yeah. Okay, so tell me how you guys came up with this idea in the first place. Okay, so um, uh, both of us are acne sufferers. Uh, we had really, really bad acne growing up. Um, when I was 19, I actually had like really really severe acne I went on multiple drugs and also antibiotics and all that but it came back with like full vengeance you know every time you're off the pill it gets worse Mm. so that's when I was like wearing a lot of transparent pimple patches but when I go out and I went to lecture in university no, the lecturers would be like, what's on your forehead? Like that <laughs> white gunk. So that's when I actually wanted something cute on my face. I actually wanted to cut like stickers from like normal newspapers or whatever. That just make glue and stick it in my face. So mm. that it looks cute, but that's not like practical. Also just, not good for your skin with yeah. the adhesive. Oh that. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's why we wanted to come up with something cute. And then uh, I met Ethan in our first full-time job. Uh... Uh, recently in a marketing agency and that's when we were like hey you know we both work really well together we have like the exact same work ethics and that's when we were like hey you want to try this business out to help other people with acne insecurities yeah so really the idea came from her I was just like at that time okay she wanted to she proposed this and I thought I experienced a severe and terrible acne as well like I for those acne sufferers out there you probably know who Dr. Ranjit is <laughs> uh, yeah that is the go-to hero when it comes to skin problems uh, right. I was on steroids uh, I was on all kinds of remedy my mom would be boiling rice and you know the water that you use for the rice <laughs> you apply it on the skin you tried the old school you tried the new, the new school, school everything everything under the sun and honestly it doesn't get better mm. and that was when you know when she came to us when she came to me with the idea that you know, instead of trying to make that skin flawless and like just eradicate acne once and for all, like it's going to be surfacing every now and then. Maybe when you're stressed, maybe when you don't get enough sleep, right? So instead of trying to like just kill it off and like eradicate it, why don't you just find a way to embrace it? Yeah, Yeah. 100% love that. Now, part of this journey that you guys have been on is that, as you mentioned, you met 
uh, doing full-time jobs at a marketing agency, which you fully left uh, in order to focus on Dodo Dots, mm-hmm. which uh, happened during the pandemic, uh, specifically in November uh, 2021. Um, wild. I mean, tell me about that decision and what it felt like to, you know, in a sense, sort of sacrifice stability to jump wholesale into this. Yeah. Uh, I've always been a big advocate of taking risk. So, uh, you know, I have tried other things in the past and they haven't worked out quite well. But if there's one thing I do know is that taking risk is where like you, you determine your own fate, right? Yeah. For most part. So it was something where I, I always say that, you know, now is the youngest you've ever, you'll ever be. Right. So now it's the youngest you'll ever be. So it's the perfect chance to take risks because what is the worst case that could happen? I mean, fortunately, we are blessed to have like a roof over our head and money in our wallets. Uh, and if anything ever does happen, uh, Esther was saying, if in six months it doesn't work out, you know, we can always go back to a full time job. Mm. Right. But if it works out, you never know. Right. You might just be thanking yourself for taking this. Right. Yeah. So talk to me about how you guys got started. Uh, did you, like how much... Uh, did you raise in order to get this off the ground as a business? So, yeah. So this whole business, we actually started up with our own savings. Um, and we were also working our full-time jobs. So we were like, you know what? Let's just take, let's pull our savings together and we try with the first launch. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that a lot of people think that starting a company means you have to fork out like 100,000 or like a million in funding. But I think that you can start small mm-hmm. because like you just have to know which direction you're going towards and you start from there and you slowly experiment because uh, we do not um, like you know a lot of companies especially skincare they always want to spend a lot of money in R&D but mm. they do R&D for many different products and then that's when they lose all their funding yeah for us we really wanted to focus on just pimple patches because that's the main thing that we want to help people with right do you mind sharing uh, what was your starting capital Oh uh, yeah, so we started around just ten thousand. Mm. That's all. Like every like all savings that we had. Mm-hmm. Like we made sure we had emergency. Right, right. But we just poured that amount in to getting our first product out. Uh, and from there we just I remember just approaching hundreds of people saying, What do you think about that? Mm. And they said, Yeah, sure, we're totally on board with the idea of Pink Hearts, right. which is our very first product. I see. And remains the best seller, one of the best sellers until today. So we started with what ten thousand and we started with the first product and from there until today we finally expanded to about eight to nine SKUs. Yeah. Love that. Love that. So you know, Esther, you were talking about the R and D process as well. Talk to me a bit about that. I understand that you manufactured these uh, products in China as well. Uh, so explain to me how you managed to build those relationships and to make those decisions about that? Um, I think uh, with the manufacturing, like a lot of people in Malaysia ask us why made in China product. You mm. know, people are like super skeptical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we wanted to manufacture it locally, mm-hmm. but um, unfortunately in Malaysia, we do not have the technology to create such colorful and cute patches oh. because these are like medical grade. Mm. So the only and the best ones are in China. They have the machines and the technology to do that, right. which is why we went to, uh, in the end, we decided, okay, let's go with, uh, China manufacturers right. and we actually did uh, We I think we've spoken to Ethan and I personally uh, we talked to like that we Taiwan. Went to Taiwan we went to Korea and you see the thing about this is that uh, while they do have the tech as well it's really expensive mm. so what happens is we are trying to keep these affordable for people it ranges from 13 ringgit to 18 ringgit right. so any higher you know we wouldn't be making a profit mm-hmm. so we had to balance between the quality and like the price and China is the perfect place for that 
Got yeah, it. They're, they're like really huge there and they actually uh, are very helpful. And since there are so many manufacturers, the R&D process, we actually had to sample from many, many different uh, different suppliers before we decided like, okay, this is the one that's effective, mm. is good for kids, for pregnant moms, and also it's safe for sensitive skin. Love that. So actually talk to me about that, right? I mean, obviously these are medical grade items. Uh, mm-hmm. So talk to me about, you know, what exactly is the... Uh, ingredient or the properties of the stickers that help to heal the acne as well. Okay, so our patches are made of 100% hydrocolloid material. So some people, maybe they don't understand scientific term. Uh, this thing is the same thing that surgeons use on patients after they do a surgery. So like if your mom or your dad had a surgery, they will put this uh, material on their back to heal. So it's the exact same wound healing material. So this helps with um, healing. It helps to prevent scarring. And also it's like, uh, it's waterproof mm. kind of to make sure that the, you know, all the fluids don't go everywhere. So it's exact same is made 100% of that. We do not put any harsh chemicals. We do not put uh, other additives for now. Yeah. Mm, okay. Love that. So as you were mentioning as well, Ethan, that you mm-hmm. uh, attempt at least to uh, put your pricing between 13 and 18 yeah. uh, ringgit. So how did you arrive at that conclusion for your pricing? Uh, so we looked at what the market was charging. Uh, mm-hmm. I still remember that time we went, <laughs> we went to Caring, we went to Guardian. We swept every single pimple patch brand on the shelves. <laughs> we just wanted to do a proper research, right? Like we were looking at their packaging, how it was presented. They were usually in boxes. Mm. Uh, they came in usually transpa- all transparent. Right. Uh, and the way the product was presented and the price points so I remember she just came back <laughs> holding this whole thing like like all, a pile of boxes a pile of boxes and she just laid it on a bit and I said I tried it all before <laughs> yeah and I was like oh how much did you spend and and but that was the very first like invest- that's investment that yeah. is an investment right mm. and uh, we looked at those and we said look uh, pricing it between 13 uh, in the first product was actually 15 pricing mm. at 15 uh, we asked remember the few hundred people that we wished out they would they would be comfortable for 20 dots right 20 uh, pieces. pieces yeah mm. so pricing at 15 ringgit we thought was rather uh, worth it in a sense that like it's a little bit more pricier than a transparent at first mm. at first uh, but then for what it's doing and for what it's worth we thought you know maybe consumers will pay for that Right. Okay. Well, it is time to take a short break for some messages. But after that, I will continue my conversation with Ethan and Esther of Dodo Dots here on Open for Business on BFM 89.9. Build fortunes modestly. BFM 89.9. You're listening to Open for Business. I'm Christine Wong. With me in the studio today are Esther Aaron and Ethan Wong, co-founders of Dodo Dots Beauty Patch. Before the break, we talked about what those even are and their little cute, colorful patches that are used to not only uh, cover up, but also treat acne as well. Uh, and we talked about the inception of the business as well as the decisions when it came to R&D, manufacturing and pricing. So you guys started in November 2021, mm-hmm. and it's been just about a year-ish yeah. of uh, you guys being in business. You are already expanding internationally. Please tell me about that and how that's come about for you guys. 
Yeah, so uh, I think it started with Shopee, really. So Shopee had an international platform where they reached out. And I remember just receiving this message one day. And I was like, Esther, Esther, look, like Shopee reached out. We could expand to Singapore first. Mm -hmm. So that was when we set up the Shopee Singapore store. Uh, in terms of logistics, it's all the same. We just ship it to the warehouse uh, in, in Shah Alam, and then they will handle the rest. Uh, and that was where we saw a, quite a big demand from Singapore as well. Uh, and that was when... And we thought to ourselves, hey, you know what? Singapore could be a place. Mm. And uh, just a coincidence that my family, like my sister is based there as well. So, you know, we free have marketing. A, free marketing, mm. right? We have a place to stay. Uh, and then we were working off a very small bedroom there. And we started doing a lot of initiatives like, uh, hey guys, we're in Singapore, come down and meet us. Mm. Or like, uh, you know, we were saying, if you ever want a COD, we are there, we can meet you. Uh, so we did that recently and we saw great success because like people were super open to it. They were super friendly. And and most recently, we leveraged on TikTok Live as well to do our live sessions in Singapore. And, uh, you know, people were just asking, can we meet up to get the patches? So Singapore was the platform that we kind of started out as the first international yeah another in singapore actually we had uh, customers who buy when they travel to malaysia and mm. they bring it back to brunei and we have customers in philippines indonesia as well but most of the time they are tourists in malaysia and then they'll do cod with us so they'll be like when are you gonna ship there and then we're like trying our best to make sure that the shipping fees are as affordable as possible because right now maybe the shipping fees can go up to 100 but our products are only like 15 ringgit mm. so right now we're still working towards international shipping but definitely like like Southeast Asia is a really good place to be in. So you've managed to capture, you know, at least the Southeast Asian market, generally speaking, uh, but you don't have uh, in-house international shipping quite yet. You're working on working out the logistics right now. You work with either, uh, like you said, with Shopee as a partner or uh, you have, you know, this phenomenon where international tourists are coming and actually <laughs> traveling here. In a way, it's kind of like medical tourism, but not quite, I guess. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there, there was even one um, customer that mm. came up to us and she actually took a grab all the way to our HQ mm. to get the product. And I was like, oh, hi, where are you from? And when she spoke to us, I was like, oh, her English is a bit different. It's not Malaysian English. Right. She's like, I'm from Hong Kong and I saw your product when I was surfing the net on, in Hong Kong. So now I'm traveling. I wanted to get your products. Yeah. She took a grab from where? I think, um, was it Ampang or Chirac? Yeah, she took a, a grab from Ampang to, to Subang, Subang. Jaya. Yeah. She spent double the yeah, price of what she would. the driver was waiting inside. <laughs> so like the driver was waiting there and like we came down and she, we passed her the patch and the driver sent her right back. And wow. we were like, hey, that's a grab driver, that's, you know? Yeah. yeah. She, I think she probably, you probably tripled her, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. her, her cost on, on that front. Amazing. And we have that a lot, actually. We have a lot of last minute requests sometimes mm. especially before concert because there was once we went viral on TikTok for the concert yeah so uh, what happens is there are some people texting us just the night before like can we come by and arrange an instant delivery mm. yeah to, to make this uh, to give uh, our listeners a little bit more context this concert I believe was specifically uh, Billie Eilish yes yeah. Billie Eilish and uh, so a lot of people wanted to attend the concert but they had you know acne and just wanted to have cute stickers on their face mm -hmm. that also helped with that uh, and then you guys reached out on, on social media and, and set that up for people uh, which you know as you mentioned was something that went viral which I find really fascinating uh, what other markets are you guys looking to target in the future? 
Um, actually, we're also looking to go into Australia and UK because we do have customers there as well. Yeah, and all of them are just like so excited. They're all waiting and every week they would follow up. They're like, hey, I've checked your website. It's not up yet. <laughs> so we're like, we're like, okay, stress, you know, because we're doing our best and every week we're, we have different launches, different collaborations mm. coming up. So that's something that we're working on and we are very excited to share soon. Love that. So uh, since you guys are expanding so quickly as well, have you thought about uh, reaching out for any external funding or any other, you know, grants, loans, that sort of thing. Uh, talk to me a little bit about that. Yes, we have been thinking of that, actually. It's been at the back of our minds. Um, I think one of the common, because we have some friends who receive fundings, mm. uh, some businesses, business owners. Uh, I think one of the things about funding is that, like, uh, if done if you meet the right partner, awesome, perfect, right? Like they could steer you on to achieve the same goals. So right now we are very like selective with who we're going to work with. So we are looking for the ideal partner who can provide provide us with strategic uh, distributions, connections, uh, as well as perhaps like expedite our international expansion as well. I also think that uh, in business, a lot of people uh, rush into partnerships mm. because they want funding. And I think that's something that we shouldn't. I said that money should never be the priority in a business because for us we're trying to build a long-term brand and our community is so sweet mm. everyone's so happy so I mm. never want to accidentally partner in a rush and then they just like profit driven you know what I mean 100% yeah. uh, do you have any idea of the kind of uh, entity that you would be uh, looking at sort of ideally for funding mm. Not exactly, at least not at the moment. Mm. We haven't sat down properly. We have talked about VCs and reaching out to investors <laughs> and yeah. angel I think the other day he saw an angel investor in Saudi Arabia. He was like, oh my God, let's go talk to I him. Did. I did. <laughs> hey, take the opportunity, you know, yeah. you got you to gotta shoot your shot as, as the kids say. Uh, right. I also want to talk a little bit about one of the things that I think has contributed greatly to your success, which are your collaborations with a lot of other, uh, you know, brands and, and a lot of other people uh, in order to get your name out there. Mm -hmm. uh, notably, uh, I'm just going to name like two of them right now that I want to talk about. First of which with My Burger Lab, mm -hmm. second of which with Colgate. Mm -hmm. uh, so talk to me first about My Burger Lab. How did that come about? And uh, also, I mean, what made you want to collaborate? What made an acne patch company want to collaborate with a burger company? Yeah, so that is the gist of like what Dodo Dot stands for. We are all about creativity and mm. like, like, you wouldn't expect it. Um, burger Lab mainly because uh, Esther and I, we both study in Sunray. So it is the go-to place every mm -hmm. Friday night. The queue is long. It's crazy. Uh, why Burger Lab of all places is I, uh, I did think, I fell in love with the variety of burgers that they have. They're always experimenting, right? And uh, it's just been a dream to just be able to say that, you know, we work together with brands that share the same vision. Mm. Like we are experimenting creatively with pimple patches while they are doing the same with burgers. Yeah, yeah and Rennie is just a really, really nice person. We actually mm. reached out to him uh, through like DM mm -hmm. and he re responded immediately and we were like you know we're just like small and we were like hi we look up to you do you want to meet up with us we want to collaborate with you he's like yeah sure let's set a meeting he's so open to helping and one thing that I really love about him is he actually said back then when they were small they wanted to collaborate with bigger brands mm. uh, but sometimes they were not given the chance so right now he is in a position he will always give a chance to new and that until today is the reason why we will not try we will try our best to not turn down events yeah. even if you are busy mm. 
you know, we will try to be involved in as much sponsorships or, uh, you know, sample, free samples and all. We'll just try to give back as much as possible. Love that. And yeah. then your latest collab with uh, Colgate as well. Mm. So for Colgate, that one made us like jump from our seats <laughs> yeah. because they were re- they were the ones who reached out to us. <gasps> we got an email one day and we saw, wait, Colgate? And they were like, hi. Uh, so the person in charge was, was Monique and uh, she was like, um, we're very interested to collaborate with you. Let's hop on a call to chat. So our first ever meeting, we went on a call and then uh, the Singaporean, like the manager for e-commerce, she shared that um, that the reason why they reach out to us is because we both share the same values. Like mm. for Colgate, it's about making people smile. Like, no, confidently, you don't have to have perfect straight teeth or the whitest teeth, but you just have to go out and smile a little bit brighter. And for us, it's about you don't have to have perfect skin or you don't have to conceal everything, but you can just put this on and go out through your day, even if you have acne. So then our values really align and uh, they are really, really sweet. Our collaboration took off almost immediately. So Mm -hmm. after the first call, we already knew we wanted to jump on a collaboration. And yeah, that's why right now we just launched. So exciting. Okay, final question. Just tell me a little bit about what your plans are for for the future of Dodo Dots? Well, I think for everything that we have achieved so far, it's all because of our community. We try our best to hop on live every night just to talk and engage with people. So I think one of the things that we really appreciate right now and moving forward, we want to keep that close bond with our community. Yeah. yeah, I think that there are a lot of brands out there where the founders don't actually communicate directly with the customers. Up till today, we do text our customers ourselves and we're like, hey, you know, you guys want to meet up and have coffee sometimes? Even though we're really busy, we do try to make time for our customers and that has made all the difference in our brand, yeah. Amazing. I'm so happy to hear all of that. Thank you to Esther and Ethan for talking to me about Dodo Dots Thank today. You. Thank you. You've been listening to Open for Business. I'm Christine Wong. I've been speaking to Esther, Aaron and Ethan Wong, co-founders of Dodo Dots Beauty patch if you've missed any of this conversation of course go ahead and download our app it's on the apple app store and google play and also we have our wonderful website bfm.my this is bfm 89.9 you have been listening to a podcast from bfm 89.9 the business station for more stories of the same kind download the bfm app